0: Today on 10-Minute Warning, injuries. So many injuries. We discussed the highly anticipated. Turned out to be exaggerated. Mustache versus beard Thursday night showdown.
1: We look at which games might be best to gamble a little money on. And we look at the only top five that matters. The bottom five. Well, we're doing... A lot of changes here, a 10-minute warning, so um, apologies for not posting on our normal day, Yeah. but the day may or may not be in flux, just based on the week,
0: you know? We live busy lives.
1: Yeah, we live busy lives. I was on vacation, went to uh, the beach for a little bit, did a little fishing. It was kind of cold, but, you know, beach is the beach. Yeah. It was an awesome time. That's actually, why, that's actually what I'm wearing, if you're watching the video. I'm wearing a sweatshirt, so... Nice. I went fishing with, um. I went fishing with my girlfriend's father. How was that? It was good. Y'all get along? Yeah, we get, get along. along. Okay, we get along. Great. We had a great time. But here's the thing. So, it was like seventy some degrees. Okay, and th- it had been really windy the first two days we were there. This mm-hmm. is like the third day that I was there, and the wind wasn't anywhere else, except on the pier.
0: So it just made him miserable.
1: So I get to the pier, I'm feeling good, but I'm wearing a tank top and mesh shorts and Uh, flip-flops.
0: Yeah. Not a good outfit.
1: I do not look like I'm ready to fish. I look like (laughs) the guy that everyone is waiting to just lose his rod. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm out there and you know, he's got a jacket, a hat, he's like nothing serious, a windbreaker. Right. But everyone's got like some sort of pants, a windbreaker, everything. And I'm just sitting there, and you know I'm fine for a while, like it's nice and warm, I'm hanging out, but the wind is hitting, but like I just like I don't know if you get this way, but sometimes I just wake up if I'm in a different situation than where I sleep, and I'm just really hot. Mm-hmm. so I just woken up hot, I pretty much woke up, we got coffee, and went straight to fishing, so like I just was enjoying the wind for a while, yeah. And then I was not enjoying the wind at all.
0: Yeah, seven degree weather at <laughs> the beach with wind, not a good combination yeah, well, because tank top.
1: The wind was so bad on the pier that we had to cast from different sides just to keep our reels... Like, just to keep from the tangling. lines from... Yeah, they yeah. tried to tangle so many times. The only thing I caught was him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, So then I'm like, I'm going to use the bathroom. I'll be right back. I go in there, and I start looking at the gift shop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I bought...
0: Typical tank top guy.
1: This nice hoodie. Yeah. And it got me through the rest of the trip.
0: Well, I'm happy you had a good time.
1: Yeah. It felt like the right thing that we were able to save it. (laughs) I'm just happy that you now have the image of me flip flopping my way onto the pier. And this was not a tame tank top. This was a tacky tank top. Colorful. like Looked like Miami Vice-like.
0: Probably the pier guy was like, yeah, look at this guy coming.
1: (laughs) The worst part was when he called the guy... And was asking about like stuff. He said, "Me and my partner." Oh God! So they <laughs> probably <laughs> they probably misjudged the whole relationship. Yeah. <laughs> you had your sugar daddy with you, but to the credit of the people of Ocean City, nobody discriminated against me.
0: So well, that's good.
1: Yeah, we had a good time. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I didn't have a good time with at the beach, Harrison football watching my broncos lose their pro bowl wide receiver yeah for the season watching the quarterback go out for at least 2 weeks that was a hard hit yeah what <laughs> injuries injuries and yep. the steelers were literally just beating up the broncos i mean they had
0: that s- whole game they were in the backfield i mean it didn't matter who was quarterback they were getting hit
1: Yeah, it was the and the Steelers had seven. Count those seven first downs because they committed a penalty. Seven, like you could just sit there and throw the flag with the ref. It was interactive because you would see the helmet to helmet hit or something. Yeah, and just there it was, you know. It was. So that was frustrating, and the fact that they came back and almost won, but then didn't. So, you lose all of these pieces. You have zero wins to show for it. And the icing on the cake. Blake Bortles is in Denver. Yep. New quarterback. Officially signed. Number five. Do
0: you think he'll start?
1: No, I don't think he'll start week one. Okay. I think he has a chance week two if they don't win. Yeah.
0: I mean, they're playing the Buccaneers, so. I got a pretty good chance.
1: The fan inside of me wants to think, okay, any player who can get out of Jacksonville can be good somewhere else. Right. The analyst in me says the Broncos are
0: kind of (laughs) screwed. Yeah. I mean, your schedule coming up looks pretty good. Next two games. All right. I'm encouraged. So, first of all, if you're a Broncos
1: fan, just look at me for a second. And if you're not, stop laughing long enough to listen. Because... They lose to the team that was this close to going to the Super Bowl. Then they lose to a team that is usually good when it has all its pieces, which mm-hmm. they haven't in two years. So the Steelers are legit. Um, they play hard. They do, you know, they're flirting with that uh yeah. penalty a or lot.
0: Least, or at least they look legit so far. Yeah,
1: but I mean, yeah, they're taking you out. It, they look pretty, you know, watching the whole game intently, Yeah, the Steelers look like the real deal. Big Ben looks like five years younger. So, they lost to two good teams. It's not like the Broncos are getting shellacked by, like, any of the teams in the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes.
0: Yeah, they definitely lost to playoff possible teams.
1: Yeah, so I'm hoping that September is the preseason. They figure it out. We'll see. Yeah. You know, and then the icing on the cake with that. Kansas City could have lost. The Chargers had one job. Yep. Didn't do it. Came back. And then the Raiders beat the Saints. And they beat them good. They beat them bad. Yeah. They beat them real bad. I mean...
0: It's not looking too good in that division for the Broncos. I know mean, it looks like you can't start slow. Well,
1: as much as people probably love to hear me complain about my Broncos all day, I'll bring up my last Broncos topic that's not a national topic anyway. Uh, We've added a little bit of swagger to the desk uh, right now, and I mean a very little bit. It's just this tiny Peyton Manning pop figure, Funko Pop, whatever you call him. How are you doing, Peyton
0: Manning? Yeah. Welcome to the show.
1: It's to remind me of the good times, back when things were good.
0: You know, like a couple years from now, when we make it big and we're looking back and we're interviewing Peyton Manning, we'll be like, you were the first thing we put on the table.
1: Exactly. And we'll be able to... Peyton Manning, tell me what it was like. Tell me what it was like before the Broncos became the team with the most starting quarterback since 2016, breaking a tie with the Browns and the Jets and all these other teams. Yep. The quarterback carousel graphic is right. You just want to hear Omaha, Omaha one more time. <laughs> just take us back. I had no idea that there was some sort of voodoo curse related to that Super Bowl 50 win.
0: Oh, there always is. Yeah. There's always lows when there's highs.
1: The Broncos have literally never been able to draft a quarterback. I wish this was, I wish this felt new, but it's all too familiar. Yeah. So, uh, speaking of injuries.
0: Yeah, it was a very rough week for the NFL as a whole. I mean, it seems like ACLs did not exist. I mean, every team seems like they have a solid injury for the year.
1: Yeah, I mean, and there was another one. I mean, you guys have probably seen most of the injuries Unless you live in a cave. I mean Saquon Barkley. Yeah. Uh, Christian McCaffrey's missing some time. He's not done for the year, but Nico's I already talked yeah. yeah. I already talked about Cortland Sutton. I mean, just this seems like a little bit of holdover from the preseason. Like you lose a lot of guys in the preseason, but we didn't have one. It seems like
0: like and this may sound weird, but their bodies aren't warmed up yet. Right. Football. And so now they're taking a toll because they're going full speed. They're not warmed up for it or prepared for it. And we're seeing the effect of it.
1: The NFL is only 100 years old. You'd think they would have figured out how to get into football shape. Right. But, you know, it's just uh, that's still a developing science.
0: And the crazy thing about it is last night, another ACL tear.
1: Yeah. So who got hurt last night?
0: Leon Jacobs, linebacker for the Jaguars. Wow. And
1: the Jaguars could have used every linebacker. Yep. They got shellacked,
0: they got embarrassed on Thursday Night Football.
1: And it's so funny that everyone's taken the predictions from uh, like NFL Network where everyone tried to make a mustache, and they all picked Gardner Minshew and the Jaguars. Yeah, they were favored. Forget football for a second. Yeah. If there's a game that is sized up as mustache versus beard, how do you pick mustache?
0: And I think Ryan Fitzpatrick was right when saying that anyone that has a mustache is just someone who can't grow a beard. It's too patchy. I'm
1: yeah, saying. I think it's anyone who can't grow a beard – Or anyone who is a firefighter, someone who can't have a beard, or maybe... Police officer. Yeah. Or, like, a 70s porn star. Yeah. A gay man who's not quite sure how to let people know they're available. (laughs) Like, just... There's a, you know, a long list. Right. Probably a spy, but not a good spy, because that would look like a spy move.
0: That would look like a spy move. Yeah. You just sit there and...
1: (laughs) Speaking of... uh, Firefighters—the reason they can't wear, a whole, have a whole beard—is because of their mask. Mm-hmm. Their mask. And uh speaking of masks, a sh- ton, a shit ton of fines for masks.
0: I want to congratulate you on that transition right there.
1: Wasn't that good? That was good, right?
0: Yeah, a ton of fines.
1: A ton of fines, and it's like, uh, so Vic Fangio—he said that, like you know, just from the Broncos' perspective, I didn't hear. John Gruden have an excuse. He won. He probably doesn't need one. The Raiders were just glad to win their first game in Las Vegas. But Vic Fangio said, like he takes the mask off to play uh, to call defensive plays, forgets to put it back on. Might switch to the face shield, mm-hmm. think, which yeah, Andy Reid his face shield.
0: I think if the Chiefs win on Monday night, I think you're gonna start seeing a lot more face shields. Yeah, I think that trend will pick up and. With all the fines happening because of masks, they're too hard to keep on. Coaches are going to start wearing the face shields.
1: I think, uh, so what I read was the only reason they actually have to wear the masks, because I was looking this up, mm-hmm. it's part of the agreement with the players union Okay. to come back. So it's like they, they, this was part of them coming to play in this 2020 COVID season. Right. And I don't know if this is like something the players would want to go back on or not, but like, I, I don't know where coaches stand in the hierarchy of, Players yeah. and the league. When, What's
0: the respect level, kind
1: of? Well, well Yeah, with the unions, like, yeah, you kind of feel like if you're the head coach, are you management? Or are you not management? Like when there's a union dispute, mm-hmm. even if you're a players' coach, like I don't, I just don't know where they stand. So it feels like maybe the players were like, okay, but the coaches all have to wear a mask, even though we don't, to keep our players safe.
0: Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, they, so definitely separate them from them.
1: But um didn't you say tell me about Andy Reed's face shield? He did something different,
0: right? Yeah, so Andy Reed and I heard this I forget where, but use some special technology that or spray or something that NHL lubes use lube. Yeah. Special special, special lube. hockey lube flavored strawberry. <laughs> why why is it always strawberry? Go ahead. Well, Andy Reed's hungry. <laughs> <laughs> He's gotta wait for those cheeseburgers all game. <laughs> but uh yeah, he uh put something on his face shield that helped it keep from defogging.
1: So people see that on the national stage and see how it's working. Mm-hmm. I could see the face shields catching on with a lot of people. Definitely. Because then you just don't forget. Right. I mean, so And you can see
0: everything. Yeah. You don't have to adjust it or anything.
1: Yeah, that seems like I don't know. Sean McVay, when he was on hard knocks, said he was gonna he's he liked the face shield better. Right. Because you just couldn't forget. like He didn't have to think about it. You could just put it on and forget. Exactly. I think that's the way a lot of it's going to go. Yeah. So, you can go to a lot of podcasts or sports shows if you want to hear the top five teams in the league. We're not really interested in the cream of the crop. Yeah. We're interested in the dirt of yeah. that crop. The soil. The soil. We're, we want to know who is going to be the hottest teams in April when they do the draft. So, we're going to do our top five, which is the bottom five. Our top five for the number one pick. And who do you have as your number one pick? You want to go from five up or one down?
0: No, I mean, like, who do you think everyone's fighting for?
1: It's probably Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay. every- so we
0: can call this the battle for Trevor.
1: We could. I want to call it the battle for number one. Okay. Because we're going to pick the worst team, and the worst team may actually not need a quarterback. That's true. But they may still take Trevor Lawrence because look at the Cardinals.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, the Cardinals taking Kyler Murray, they're 2-0. If they keep winning, I mean, you'll know what the whole season looked like before you have to make that pick. Mm -hmm. And they ditched Josh Rosen one year after taking him a 10th overall. And look how it turned out. Right. It turned out great. So if it works out well for them, the Jets wanted Cliff Kingsbury Mm -hmm. to watch Cliff Kingsbury and the Cardinals Win with this strategy, when they didn't land him and they had to settle for Gase? Got to hurt. Got to hurt. So, Jets, right there, they're they're a competitor for number one. Easy.
0: Yeah, I agree with you on that.
1: They seem to be trying to make Sam Darnold lose.
0: Yeah, I... I
1: I can't think of a worse receiving core in the NFL.
0: That's true. I mean, the Jets do not have a lot of weapons at all, and anything they had that was somewhat of a weapon is now injured right so I can see the Jets being number one or number two
1: yeah I think the Jets are in the top three for sure um the Giants are another team now another sports person personality floated this idea so it's not my idea okay but I think it's worth discussing the idea that the Giants could pull a Cardinals and maybe ditch Daniel Jones for Trevor Lawrence if they finish first
0: what do you think of that I could see it. I mean, Eli Manning is very similar to Daniel Jones. And Eli Manning won two Super Bowls, but after that, there was not much success in his career.
1: And sometimes between that, he just was sporadic, like good yeah. year, bad year, good year, bad year.
0: And there hasn't been anything out of Daniel Jones, I'd say, called flashy yet that makes you go, wow, he's really got it. He's got the potential. guy.
1: <laughs> you go back a couple podcasts into the summer where we were calling him Danny Dimes.
0: Yeah. Everyone thought Danny
1: Dimes was going to be the ride or die quarterback of the year for fantasy. They thought, Daniel Jones, that's it. No. He's still got time to prove it. He yeah. still could have a breakout season. He could lift the Giants up. Like the Broncos, and my excuse for them, the Giants haven't had the easiest schedule early. Right. So, we'll see how it shakes out.
0: But Yeah, that division, there's definitely a possibility of beating the Redskins, maybe even beating the Eagles, the That's way they're like they're playing.
1: The NFC East. You have a chance to be mediocre or terrible,
0: right? Exactly, <laughs> but yeah, even when you're at the top, you're at the bottom,
1: and I think that that's because of how competitive the division is. You don't see that many like 13 or 14 win teams in that division because they play each other so hard, even when they're bad. See,
0: I disagree with that. I think that's because the division is so terrible. I know. I'm just saying that they're always the same level of terrible. Oh yeah, but like I, like it's I never say they're good. Yeah, okay, that's fair. I guess.
1: What I'm saying is like there's never a year where it's like the Cowboys are good and everyone else is terrible. It's like the yeah. Eagles won, and it's because Carson Wentz has Carson Wentz has half a leg left,
0: you know. Like right. it's yeah. There's only been one year where there was one dominant team, and that was the year the Eagles won the Super Bowl. Yeah, and since then it's just been mediocre, eight and eight, making it to the playoffs.
1: My number four. So we have the pants, the the Panthers, Jets, and Giants at one, two, and three. Mm-hmm. We forgot uh, to mention the Panthers. Yeah, let's talk about the Panthers. Yeah. We both kind of think that the Panthers are going to be the worst team, the way everything looks right now. Mm -hmm. The Panthers, uh, I mean, Christian McCaffrey's missing time. Yep, he's injured. He's out with a high ankle sprain. Yep. Um, There's a coach with plenty of security. Yeah. Seven
0: years. And he's a new coach, so he's obviously wants something different.
1: Right. So And he signed Bridgewater to a one- or two-year deal.
0: Which I think that's a sign that he's not going to be there long term. That's a sign you're a bridge, yeah. Yeah, you're a bridge.
1: Tyra, uh, he's kind of in that Tyrod Taylor zone now I agree Tyrod Taylor though If you're talking about Bridges He's a hell of a bridge Oh yeah He's done it at three different teams
0: <laughs> Yeah He always helps them find a new quarterback Yeah hopefully
1: he'll, hopefully he'll be able to breathe normally And get back out there Yeah after that punctured lung. But um, So We have the Panthers at number one That could change But We have both the New York teams Vying for two and three mm-hmm. As far as the worst teams I have the Lions at four I do, too. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. the Lions, it's like, I wouldn't be shocked if the Lions won 11 games by the end of the year.
0: Oh, I would be completely shocked.
1: But I but I would be, I'm more likely to believe that it's like five.
0: Yeah, I think, I mean, you, they looked good against the Bears to start the game. And you're like, okay, maybe they got a couple wins under their belt this season. But then they blow it. And you're like, nah, same old Lions, same problem, no defense, can't hold a game. Matt Stafford's inconsistent.
1: The offseason was so promising. Um, through half of the season last year, Matt Stafford was electric, but it just doesn't seem like they have that same oomph. They're already down two games. I at mean, at some point, they give up. You yeah. The, well, if there's a team that knows how to quit, it's traditionally, it's been yeah. the Lions. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: But, um, I don't know. They've got a shot, but right now, the way they're playing, I've got them at four.
0: Yeah. I think
1: they'll get a couple wins under there. But. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is a this is a moving list, but five, I've got the Jaguars just because someone has to be five.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, the Jaguars started off hot. Gardner Minchie looks good. Then Thursday night, the Fitz Magic was on. Yeah. Minshew mania was more of a Minshew mania during pandemic. Like, nobody was allowed to touch each other or have a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. He was not looking good. Yeah. Uh,
1: The Dolphins just found a little bit of pass rush and just... They were hot. Yeah.
0: I mean... They scored on their first three drives.
1: They're determined to just use Jordan Howard as a touchdown vulture. They're just going to run him. If there's two yards to go to the goal line, put Jordan Howard in. Paid him a lot of money to be...
0: to be a bit third down back,
1: yeah. To be a battering ram, yeah. <laughs> but oh well, so that's our top five. Uh, I have Panthers, Giants, Jets, Jaguars. What do you have?
0: I have Panthers, Jets, Giants, Lions, Jaguars.
1: Okay, so we're just kind of disagreeing on the Jets bit. Giants. Yeah, I mean, hot I don't take. Think either of us, yeah, hot
0: take. <laughs> I don't think any of us are going to be hurt if one is right and one is wrong.
1: All right, now let's do our uh, our. Uh, our first take impression of this list. It would be like I cannot believe you have not done the Giants of oh, yeah.
0: the Jets, you know like people just outrage now listen here now listen here <laughs> your thoughts are stupid. yeah have you <laughs> ever seen football right?
1: Uh, okay All right. so now it's time for gambling segment the benefit of us is doing the podcast this late in the week you guys are getting ready for the Sunday games. And a lot of you probably want to put a little money down. I'm not here to judge. This is on the internet, and sports gambling is legal in select areas. Mm-hmm. So I've got a couple of um, – I've got about four matchups that I like a favorite for. I'm going to talk a little bit over under, and i got a wild card. So first, I think the Titans are only two-and-a-half-point favorites. Vikings.
0: I agree with that assessment. But I think the Vikings might get their first win. You think the Vikings are going to get their first win? Yeah. I don't.
1: Tannehill is playing out of his mind right now.
0: But he played the Jaguars last week, and they had a win with a last-second field goal. Yeah. But the
1: Jaguars are in their division, so you can't give that the same. It's not like the Dolphins were losing to the Jaguars. Like The Jaguars are in the division. They try really hard to beat the Titans. Okay, but let's
0: assume, and don't hate me for this. All right. That the Broncos aren't that good. Okay. Jaguars, we kind of uh, now are starting to get the vibe that they're not that good. Tennessee struggled against both teams. Played them close. I don't know if you say struggled, but in the first game, they couldn't kick a field goal. Second game, they win with a field goal. Both games are won by a field goal. I I don't know. I could see the Vikings with their weapons. Uh, Dalvin Cook. I could see them getting their first win.
1: I think... The Vikings are at home. So I think that's why the Titans are only a two and a half point favorite. Mm-hmm. But I think that the Titans win and at least by field goal. Again. Yeah. Like <laughs> I'm just saying at two and a half, they're leaving it open to where if they if they win by three, the Titans are the right pick. Right. And the Titans always win close because they're just gonna run with Derrick Henry. True. So that's you know, my pick's the Titans on that game. Um I'll take the Vikings. Okay. So Titans Vikings boom yeah. How about Browns
0: Washington football team? This is a tough one because we don't really know what we can expect from the Browns. I mean, the first week they look terrible. The second week they look pretty good, but they still it's a close game.
1: Now the Browns are at home. Browns are at home, and the Browns are six point favorites. I think that's a little high. I think that's very high. Yeah. That's why I'm taking the Washington football team on the road. The Browns had trouble with pressure from the Bengals. Yeah. So, they're going to have a lot of trouble with Washington's defensive line.
0: My gut says Washington would win this game.
1: I don't even know if Washington wins. I just don't think they lose by a touchdown. I think they're going to lose close yeah. if they lose, and they would cover at that point. Yeah. So, I'm taking the Washington football team against the Browns. Um, people are, A lot of people are going to take the Browns because they just saw them on Thursday night. They saw Baker Mayfield make a couple of those really splashy yeah. throws. Yeah.
0: I I agree with you on that. That Thursday night wasn't a true assessment of what the Browns are.
1: No, but there's always there's always a little bit of hyperbole after um, after a team gets on that national stage. the the gambling money starts to shift a little bit with what they just saw mm-hmm. because people can't watch every game. A lot of people bet on games they don't watch. Right. That's not something I would do. But
0: so next up, I see you've got the
1: Eagles Bengals. Yeah, the Eagles Bengals. So the Eagles get the home field advantage. Mm-hmm. But I don't. I was looking at my map, and it looks like Cincinnati and Philadelphia is not that long of a trip.
0: No, it's a short plane trip.
1: It's not like there's a time zone change. The yeah. Bengals have been playing well on offense, but they keep coming up short. I think the rookie Joe Burrow gets his first win against the Eagles. Who the Eagles? Their best two targets right now are the tight ends, Goddard and Eifert. I mean, yeah. everyone else is hurt. They got Deshaun Jackson, the ghost of Deshaun Jackson, back there. So I'm going to
0: disagree with you. Okay. Go ahead. And I think the Eagles will blow the Bengals out. Mm. I think Carson Wentz has got to prove something. He's lost the first two games. They have not looked good at all as a team as a whole. He's got to prove something. I mean, I think seven and a half is a fair assessment if they won by a touchdown i wouldn't be surprised but i think they're going to come out firing and they're going to look like the true eagles i think the everyone hyped up this year
1: i think the Bengals' biggest strength is the eagles biggest weakness offensive line wide receivers
0: oh you think wide receivers yeah
1: they've got the Bengals have playmakers at wide receiver that they cannot start right now they're actually carrying like seven on the roster okay the eagles are going to ask one of us to play wide receiver. They've got nobody. That's true.
0: We could, you ever seen the Always Sunny in Philadelphia?
1: Yeah, where they go to try out for the yeah. Eagles.
0: Yeah, that's going to be us. That's a classic.
1: I'll be Charlie in that one. Okay. <laughs>
0: Green, man. Um,
1: so we disagree on that one. So you're taking the Eagles with seven and a half. You're taking the points? I'm taking the points. See, I think the Bengals can at least lose by a touchdown and then they would cover. I mean, I just like seven and a half is a lot of points for a team that's 0 and 2. So sure. So I'm taking the I'm taking uh give me those points, give me the Bengals, making the short trip to Philly. We'll see how it goes. Now, here's a game that everyone is talking about. Cardinals Lions. Yeah. Who do you think is going to win?
0: I mean, I think you have
1: to take the Cardinals in this one. The Cardinals are at home. Yeah. Red hot 2 and 0. Um they're favored and they're Get this. The line, this is a soft line. They might adjust this, but the Cardinals are only five and a half point favorites. Less than a touchdown. Less than a touchdown. It's a little bit. It's very interesting that the Cardinals don't have at least six, seven points Mm -hmm. when they're at home and they've been so good. Um, It feels like Vegas is leaning towards the Lions and they're giving you a point or two trying to pull you in.
0: I can see why Vegas might be leaning towards the Lions because this is I think this will be the game we see how good the Lions really are. Where they come out. Yeah. Where they come out. Like are they actually going to have some fight this year or are they just going to throw in the towel? They've had
1: some really good matchups in years past. Mm-hmm. Even when one of them's not good. They'll get to overtime and yeah. these two teams play hard. I I'm taking Cardinals with the points, five and a half. Um because well yeah, I'm taking them against the you know I'm taking them despite the points I think the Cardinals will win by 6 7 points even if they miss a field goal they can only win by 6 or if they I'm sorry if they miss an extra point yeah they can still win you yeah. know so I think you take the Cardinals in that situation that seems like an easy one to me
0: yeah it seems like an easy one to me too but we'll see how it works out
1: now let's talk over under there's one game I'm looking at the over under that just sticks out to me uh, cowboys, Seahawks. 55 and a half. That seems really high. 55 and a half is very high, but if uh, you're a daily fantasy player or a regular fantasy player, you know that right now most of the analysts are saying that if you want a piece, you want a piece of the Cowboys. I just heard a guy who wins a lot of daily fantasy games call, mm-hmm. he said the Cowboys are a traveling fantasy circus and he wants as many tickets as he can get. Hmm. Because the Seahawks right now against the pass they're in the 30s yeah. 32 to 30 um they've got three wide receivers dak has been playing well so and then you look at the Seahawks russell wilson's going to put up some points yeah the cowboys don't scare you that so I, just, I think you take the over at 55 and a half
0: i'll take the under i think it's going to be a defensive battle
1: that happens sometimes where you think oh these two teams are going to score a lot and then all of a sudden no points go
0: up and monday night football games usually aren't high scoring for some reason yeah I mean, it's only when the Chiefs and the Rams play each other. <laughs> well, this isn't Monday night. The Monday night game
1: is going to be the Chiefs-Ravens. Oh, sorry, Sunday night. Sunday Excuse night. me. Yeah. yeah. Um. But the speaking of Monday night, so you got yeah. your own segue in. Segway. Boom. Uh,
0: Chiefs-Ravens. Ravens, two and a half.
1: The Ravens are only two and a half point favorites.
0: I know why they're doing it. They want to hype this game up. Yeah. But I'm going to take Ravens over.
1: Just making the Chiefs, making the Super Bowl champion Chiefs, underdogs. Yeah, <laughs> what? And the Ravens are at home. Um, I think the Ravens are only getting favored because they're at home. But these two teams now. Agree. This is a, this is an interesting stat. They're the. This is the first time since the seventies, since maybe the sixties or seventies, that we're seeing two teams with an eight-plus game win streak. In the regular season. So you take out the postseason, Super Bowl and all that. But mm-hmm. in regular season games, both teams are have won eight-plus games in a row.
0: So they're both really good.
1: They're both really good. Yeah. And this hasn't happened in a long time. So a soft line makes a little bit of sense.
0: Yeah, no, I, I get why it's that way. I mean, this is a big, big game. If you had a team by seven points, no one would care as much.
1: I'm obviously taking the Ravens.
0: I'm taking the Ravens, too. Um, I don't think the Chiefs have enough right now.
1: Especially from where I just went to, um, that beach trip I was talking about. Yeah, I was in Maryland.
0: Yeah, you support your family.
1: Well, I, that support aside, I saw the team play. Yeah, they made the Texans look like they didn't have Deshaun Watson yet,
0: and they made the Browns look like they were a terrible football team.
1: They are just beating people up. The Chiefs almost lost in overtime to the Chargers. Granted, that's a division game. The
0: Chargers are trying to beat them, but I think this could be a uh... Over two and a half. I think this could be more than a touchdown. Yeah, I think so too. Oh, I think,
1: I think whichever team ends up winning, it's going to be sometime in the fourth quarter, they run away with it. Yeah. Either I could see either team doing that. Yeah. So are you on the Ravens? Ravens. So, okay. So we disagree on the Titans and Vikings. I'm taking the Titans. I don't care that it's two and
0: a half. He's taking Vikings. Yeah. Um, I'm taking the Eagles over the Bengals. Yeah, I'm taking the Bengals. You're taking the over on the Cowboys Seahawks. I'm taking the under.
1: Yep. And then uh, the other two picks, Washington football team to upset the Browns, only a six-point favorite for the Browns. And then the Cardinals, five-and-a-half-point favorites. Give me that all day.
0: Yeah. Taking it. Yeah. You can't go against that.
1: No. I mean, we'll see how it works out. But it seems like – the Cardinals the Cardinals seem unstoppable, but hey, people thought the Jaguars were a lock last night, and the That's Dolphins true. really showed up. Cardinals could just be the first two weeks. I have a theory about Thursday night games the Thursday night games are they're always weird they're always weird. Yeah. I would never want to bet on a Thursday night game, yeah. even if you think it's like clear cut. yeah, you never
0: want to see a big game either on Thursday night.
1: I was chatting with a friend of mine who uh lives in Jersey mm. and he had bet he made a first quarter bet that the <laughs> Dolphins would not put up 14 points in the first quarter. Well, he lost that bet. They did it so fast. (laughs) (laughs) He sent it with the upside down smiley face like. Yeah, that was not a good bet. Did not work out well. No. All right, so those are our bets for the week. That's our show. I'm Ian. I'm Harrison. And we're out.